This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycast. Good evening. You're listening to Femme Vitale on Joy 94.9 with Kat and Gemma. Femme Vitale is a discussion and dissection of the issues facing women in life, health, relationships and the arts. We just heard Turning Tables by Adele, which is one of my most famous breakup songs and a really nice way to start the show, I think. <laughs> Tonight we are talking about the trials and tribulations of coming out. There's a there's a lot to do with with coming out. It's a huge part of joining the community, um, and it's a huge part of it's kind of a rite of passage. Yeah, and after a while, it becomes a kind of comforting storytelling device as well because you hear other people's and go, "Oh, mine's not that bad after all." <laughs> um, or you know, often there's the comic relief, um, and of course, the ones that make you remember um, how it can be really, really challenging really and t- really hard for a lot of people. Yeah, coming out can be really, really hard, and we acknowledge that in our community. And for for new people who are just kind of realising um, the variations in their sexuality and, and ha- finding words to put with that and are struggling to communicate it to their friends, to their family. You're not alone. There's a whole world of people out there who've done it, who've been exactly where you are and who've felt what you feel. Um, and that's why tonight we have brought on as many guests as we could possibly <laughs> find to tell the variations of all their coming out stories to the world, to the community. They're going to essentially come out on air with all their embarrassing stories so that people out there that who haven't done it yet who are thinking about doing it can feel a little bit more comfortable. And if you have done it, I'm sure it'll bring back some great memories. Definitely. Uh, and of course, we want to know what uh, you think. Uh, tell us your stories. You can text us during the show at 0427 JOY949. You can Facebook us at Femme Fatale. You can use the smartphone app. You can email us as well at femfatale at joy.org.au. Um, and if you haven't guessed by now, you're listening to Femme Fatale on JOY. Good evening, you're listening to Femme Fatale on Joy 94.9. We just heard Lust and Found by Bertie Blackman and Heartlines, one of my favourites, by Florence and the Machine. On tonight's show, we are talking about the trials and tribulations of coming out and telling those awkward, awkward stories. Now, there's many reasons for doing a show like this, and one of them is that there are a lot of people in the community who haven't come out yet or don't feel safe, and we want you to know that we've all been there, we've all had the same feelings, and we've all had to tell the story at some point. So this should maybe make you feel a little bit better about it. Um, we're just going to share the ups and downs, the ins and outs, so to speak, of coming out. We want to hear what you think, though. We want to hear your stories. So please text in on 0427-JOIN-949. You can connect with us on social media at Femme Fatale and comment on our status, or you can download the free smartphone Joy app and email us through femfatale at joy.org.au. So, as Jim mentioned before, we've, had, we've got quite a few people coming in tonight to tell their stories. It's really hard to know where to begin. Everyone's story is always um, like fun and, and tragic and heartwarming and reassuring. Um, I don't even know where to start. So we're going to start with Beck. Hi, Hi Beck. Hi. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Femme Fatale. Thank you. Um, how old are you, Beck? I'm 27. When did you first realise that you were pretty gay? Well, it's actually kind of funny because I really never had a moment of realisation. My family is a really, really queer family and so I grew up around a lot of gay people and I just always knew. I used to flirt with my parents, friends and, <laughs> you know, I've just, I'm a ridiculous flirt and I've always flirted with women and it's just not ever been a big deal at all. Yeah, last week we did the How You Know You're Gay 
show. Well, you should have gotten me on for that. How did, <laughs> how did you know? That, how did you know that you were gay? Like, when did that little thing happen where you're like, I'm just pretty much into girls? I don't. I never had a moment. Okay. I've just always known that I was into. So there was no women, like you know, rev- self revelation or no, anything like that. No, I mean. My my parents both had girlfriends, so it was more of a um, it was just something that I was really comfortable with being around. It was never like I don't know. I feel like it's that thing about do people know the moment that they're straight, or do they just no? You know, just you know? assume, yeah, yeah. And that's that was what it, what happened for me because it was completely okay and normal in my family. So have you ever had an experience where you had to or wanted to come out? Well, yes. I, I mean, my family were very easy to be around, but obviously the rest of society is <laughs> There's not the rest of quite the world. like that. Yeah. Um, I, my first, the earliest memory that I have of, um, or the only earliest memory I've been told about about me and my awareness of my queerness was when I was about eight. I went out, I, I grew up in Geelong, and when I was about eight, I went out to my parents and I said, hey, I was thinking that I might tell all of the kids at school that I'm gay. <laughs> you were eight. I was eight. <laughs> what and brought this on, Beck? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know, okay. a compulsion to share. I <laughs> and um, my parents said, you know, it's, it's, it's really great that you're so comfortable with that. And I, you know, we love you for it. But, you know, maybe the kids at school aren't going to be ready to hear about it. And Geelong in the in the early nineties is not really the place to be coming out as an eight year old at school. What year is that? Uh, grade three, so three, three or grade four. Three, grade, yeah, yeah, yeah thereabouts. I can't primary. imagine someone at school saying to me that they were gay. I wouldn't have even known what they were talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they might not have known in Geelong what you were talking about. <laughs> no. <laughs> So you didn't do it or you did do it? I didn't do it then. Mm. On your parents' advice? Yeah. So it wasn't that they were thinking that maybe you'd get older and change your mind? No, no, they just thought that people would probably be confused. So did you come out later in life or did you have experiences later in life where you had to... I mean, obviously you were out to your family at a pretty young age. Yeah. But what about the rest of your world, like your friendship circle and that kind of thing through your teen years? Well, um... I guess, like, as for, for everybody, it's a constant process of coming out in every new situation, mm. really. Every phone call with any kind of service provider seems <laughs> to bring it up for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. Or the police. Yeah, the police. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, I really found... There were, there were several stages in my life that were different levels of... Um, easy and difficult about coming out. Uh, I went to high school in Sydney and remarkably that was the most traumatic Mm. part of my life in terms of coming out. Everybody at the school assumed that I was gay. Um, What kind of school? You don't have to tell us which It was a um, a private girls school. I don't know why I was at a private girls school (laughs) but I was. And everybody at the school assumed that I was gay and I was um, and there was a big bullying culture around that, which was oh. really unpleasant. And fortunately for me, I've, I'm very comfortable with my... I have a very good sense of self, so it didn't affect me too badly. But it was really unpleasant to be around. And if I hadn't had that, then I think it would have been a really awful place to be. And Yeah. Know. When was the first time you had to tell a stranger that you were gay for some reason? Well... When I was younger, I used to be a lot more of a stereotype. Okay. And so I think a lot of people assumed that I was Your gay queen in is, life. Yeah. Um, but um, I'm now, 
a reasonably feminine looking person and for the first time in my life I'm finding that I actually have to come out to strangers it's and weird, it's really it? strange people have started assuming that I'm straight and I well, am I would not say that you're very that. feminine looking so yeah. mm. I, I guess that there would be a lot of people out there that assume that that means you're straight yeah the funniest moment was I was at the movies with a friend of mine and this guy was trying to we, we got a free ice cream and neither of us wanted it and we, so we gave it to the guy behind us in the line and he immediately started trying to pick us both up and he, my friend said well you know I'm not interested I'm married and he said what about you are you married and my friend said no she can't get married she's gay oh. <laughs> don't you love it when your friends out you <laughs> what a champion thanks and we we're in sunshine so and it was really late at night I love being outed by my friends don't you Kat yeah, absolutely thanks for sharing your stories Beck, and thanks for coming on we're going to cut to a track but first we really want to hear about your coming out stories um, text us on 0427 joy 949 Good evening, you're listening to Femme Vitale on Joy 94.9 with Kat and Gemma. We were just listening to Ordinary People by John Legend. We are talking tonight about the trials and tribulations of coming out in all its colourful variations. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> we want to hear your story, so please text in on 0427-JOY-949. Um, there's a few reasons that we are talking about this and talking about coming out stories because we know for many people out there, it's really hard to come out and the whole concept of telling your family and telling your friends is completely overwhelming. Yeah, look, I mean, we just had Beck on who was telling us that she had actually a really easy time. In fact, she didn't really need to come out um, when she was younger. Um, but I think for most people it's... You know, it's not that that simple. Um, And, of course, even now she has to come out in every other walk of life, as most people do. Um, It can also just... I mean, I find it comforting to hear other people's coming out stories as well, even though I've done it and it's over and, you know, at the time it was really hard. um, Now it's nice to be able to look back and, you know, laugh at some of the things that actually were felt so heinous <laughs> at the time. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, right now we're joined by Kim in the studio. Hi, Kim. Hi. Thanks for joining us. Um, Kim's got a bit, of a, a bit of a variation on the coming out story. I mean, many of us come out as gay, as bisexual, as queer. They all have their different challenges within the community and within the heterosexual community. Um, how old are you, Kim? 26. And have you ever had to come out? Uh, in a way, yeah. Um, Tell us more about that. Well, I sort of never thought that I'd have to come out being sort of really naive, especially when I was quite little about, you know, race, gender, all that sort of stuff, until the first time I had a long-term girlfriend. And mum took me aside and was like, oh, thank God, you're straight. Not in a um, that's being bad sort of way, but I'd always had little, you know, girls as friends. Um, when I was younger and didn't they really had have just, any guy friends and didn't do all the guy really. things and no and they always just assumed I was gay and that has pretty much been the story of my life so far and so um, the majority well yeah when I met you I was pretty sure you were gay most you dress far people. too well <laughs> it's, oh, and you're too it's, good looking Oh shucks! Um, and I, I know because you know you and I've you and I have been good friends for years, and I thought this was a really interesting story to share with the community. That coming out as straight can be as hard and as awkward. Um, for years after I met you, my friends were convinced beyond the shadow of a doubt that you were actually gay. I'm sure some of them still do. Probably. How else has this affected you in your life? I've no, I've sort of just grown to live with it. Really, um, if people want to think I'm gay, that's fine. Um, they will eventually learn, or they eventually won't learn. Um, that and doesn't really. Don't really care? Don't really care. That's Um, good. That's a good attitude to have. Yeah, there's the odd, you know, uh, being asked by the gay man. And the first time that happened, I didn't know what was happening until... 
Is there a story I think there? You said yes or something. Didn't you? Well, yeah. Um, I, was, I used to work at a gym for a few years, just um, in a rather yeah, an alternative side of town. So it was a lot of gay. You worked lesbians. at a gym, and, and people happened to think you were gay. I can't even imagine why. Uh, me either. Um, and one day, uh, particularly friendly. It's a friendly gym, and we were talking and um, got along really well. And he was just like, "Yeah, go get a coffee." I was like, "Yeah, yeah, sure, man, whatever." And he left, and so the you know the the penny dropped, and I was thinking that was well, that wasn't too right. Um, Kate. Kate, if I said this and he said this, um, did I just agree to go out on a date with him? And she was like, yes, you did. <laughs> That's amazing. So how did you, mm. did you speak to him again? Yeah, how did, did you go? You, what happened? I think someone must have whispered in his ear that I didn't really, oh. it wasn't really into that way because it never came up again. Okay, that's good. So someone else outed you as straight? Uh, I think so. Some people in that gym thought I was straight, so... I can't count on my appendages how many times I've had to out you as straight to my friends or people that we've met. Someone's got to do it. Yeah, definitely. Well, thanks for sharing your awesome story. I think it's a really nice twist on the um, the coming out story because we're not we're not biased here. Coming out is coming out. If you've got to come out about your sexuality, straight, gay, queer, the whole lot, we want to hear about it. Especially when you have to come out. You had to come out to your mother as straight. They yeah. were certain I was gay. That's hilarious. But also, well done, you. <laughs> Sticking it to them. I think so. <laughs> that one-time long-term girlfriend. <laughs> you showed them, Kim. Yeah, take that. Wow. Well, there's a, there's a long list of celebs, not long enough by any means, but there's a long list of celebs who have come out as gay over the past many years. Since 1976, when Elton John came out in an interview with Rolling Stone and shook up the world, he became a gay icon and is responsible for a majority of the stereotypes we have about gay men. It's fair to <laughs> Thanks, say. Thanks, El- Elton. All that, all that the heterosexual world has stereotypes about the gay world. Um, one of the more recent, and one of the things I wanted to bring up, was Zachary Quinto, who was from Heroes and also in Star Trek, just last year came out when one of his recent friends died. And he said, It became clear to me in an instant that living a gay life without publicly acknowledging it is simply not enough to make any significant contribution to the immense work that lies ahead on the road to complete equality. Our society needs to recognise the unstoppable momentum towards unequivocal civil equality for every gay, lesbian, bisexual and transgendered citizen in this country. And on another note, in this world, which is a really nice message and also the yeah, reason we're doing this show. So the more people that come out and are out and proud, the, the more momentum we have towards yeah. equality. Look, I agree. I'm, right. I'm, I'm involved in, a, um, in hosting a coming out group uh, at Melbourne Uni that um, I helped to run um, also in conjunction with the counselling service. Um, and we ran one this semester over several weeks. We were only going to do it for three weeks, but it ended up going for most of the semester, which was amazing. Um, and when we got feedback from the group, um, I think the one that, the, the feedback that made me want to cry the most um, was one of the students saying that um, he'd come along and he didn't really know what to expect and he found it really hard to talk and at first he just wanted to listen to other people's story and the thing that he got out of it the most was his realisation that, that he was normal. Mm. Um, and that he'd never felt like he could just be himself before. And um, I don't know, I think that, I've, you know, it, once you've come out, I think you can also forget how isolated you felt once upon a time mm. and that there are so many other people that are out there and that are scared to, you know, tell people. or yeah. um, And also that there's that kind of thinking that goes with coming out that it has to be this kind of global thing 
But coming out can also be something that happens in stages. It can be important just that someone knows. Um, it doesn't have to be, you know, everyone. Like in, in your case, Kim, you know, at first it was your mother that found out that you were straight. <laughs> and gradually, someone. you know, other people know. And, you know, you build on that as your life goes on. Anyway. Um, Thanks for enjoying sharing your story with us, Kim. Oh, anytime. We loved it. Um, coming up next, we've got another track. And after that, we've got a few more special guests to tell us their coming out stories. Good evening. You're listening to Femme Fatale on Joy 94.9 with Kat and Gemma. We just heard Revelry by Kings of Leon and Gorecki, one of my favourites, from The Awesome Lamb, who I saw live at Pete's Ridge Music Festival one time, and it was the most amazing experience of my life. But back to the topic at hand. We're talking about... The trials and tribulations of coming out and telling your story to family slash friends slash work slash the public. Slash the world. Sharing the trauma <laughs> and the stories. Um, you can text Dean on 0427 join 949 and tell us your story. But right now in the studio, we have a myriad of amazing guests who want us to tell us their stories. So let's start with you, Ben. Hi, welcome to the show thanks, again. Thanks for having me again. Thanks for coming on again. Thanks for having me again. Um, okay, so my story isn't actually my story, it's my sister's story, but wow. you know, she's not in the country, so I can tell her stories now. Very crazy. Um, so when we had this pact that if I ever got pregnant and, um, and I was too scared to tell my parents, then I would use her and I would tell my parents that she was gay. And distract to them. To lessen yeah, the blow exactly, of exactly. the oh, We come from a very conservative family, and our mother's a little bit just crazy. But anyway, and so I told my mom that I, I ended up getting pregnant and telling my mom that I was pregnant, but my sister was gay, and she didn't believe me about my sister and said my, that would, my sister would never do that, and that's not the type of person she is. Um, I got in a lot of trouble for being pregnant, um, and so I've actually never ended up telling her anything about me being gay. Ever. So you've never come no. out to your mum? No. But you added no. your sister? She asks me all the time if I'm weird like my sister, but I never, yeah, it's, I don't think it's ever going to happen. Do you, do you think, are there any circumstances under which you would tell um, her? I reckon if I get married at some point, you know, I have to invite her to a wedding, then, then yeah, she'll probably notice She'll probably figure it out, yeah, but mm-hmm. until then, nah, not happening. Nope. Have you ever had to come out ever? Um... Uh, there's the lunchroom sort of, you know, I went on a date. Oh, what was he like? Well, she, 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 yeah. you know, there's that sort of thing, but never really had to do anything. Have you had that experience where then everyone that you know who's heterosexual, who you've just said that to, has to tell you that, about their, their one, one gay, gay friend? friend? Yeah. <laughs> That's my favourite. <laughs> and Jess, thanks for coming on the show. Hello. Hi. Um, how old are you, Jess? I'm 20. Nine on Saturday. Oh, happy birthday. birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do you have a coming out story for us? I do. Um, My coming out story was more about coming out to myself because I refused to even consider it an option up until pretty much the second I came out. So, But uh, why? Why did you suppress it so much? uh, Just the group of friends that I was with, it just wasn't. It wasn't that it wasn't accepted. It was just not a part of my culture with them, I guess you could say. Yeah, so yeah. it just, it, it crossed my mind, but I just was like, no way. That can't be, can't be what I am. So I'll just pretend it's not an option, basically. And I was working in a nightclub and I was bartending for a minus 18 event, which I didn't know at the time was gay and lesbian minus 18. And there was a chick there and... We started talking a bit and then a friend came up and was like, are you gay? And in that one second, literally that second, uh, uh, something flicked in my head and I'm like, oh my God, I am. 
and then I was gay. <laughs> <laughs> and then you outed. And yeah, and then I didn't tell anybody for a long time because I wanted to be with a girl before I. You wanted to be sure. Yeah. yeah. Like, I wanted to have something to back it up with. So I didn't... <laughs> gay because I've had a girlfriend. Yeah, and, yeah, exactly. Like, I didn't yeah. want to go, I'm gay. And they're like, why? And it's like, I uh, just decided. <laughs> you know, I was bored. It could only be worse if you went, oh, now I'm not gay. Now I'm not gay. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait. If you take it back. Yeah, that sucks. And then I spent the next three months on Gay Dar Girls chatting to girls. <laughs> and then I met my first girlfriend. It was so romantic, Kate our girls, hot. Mm, I think we've all been there. Uh, I'm never going back. Mm-mm. That's enough. It's a lesson learned. Thanks for sharing your story, Jess. That's okay. <laughs> um, and we've also got Ashley and Max on, who want to talk a little bit about their coming out initiative called Puzzle Diaries. Hi, Ashley. Hi, Hi Max. Hey, Thanks hey, for coming going? on. Um, tell us, one of you, what this is all about. Um, so we've created a website called Puzzle Diaries, and it's about collecting the pieces from the lesbians of Australia. Uh, not, not those kind, just, just stories. <laughs> <laughs> just stories, not pieces. Just yeah. not too many pieces. Stories yeah. and secrets. Emotional oh. pieces. Yes, exactly. Not too many of those. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the purpose of the site um, is for the lesbians of Australia to reveal their stories and secrets. Um, so it's just like a journal online. Um, and entries can range from anything from love to pain, family, friends, sex to abuse, um, and that they can be anonymous if they wish, or they can be known, um, and they can be written, they can be video diaries, blogs, and things like that. Um, and it's just pretty much to inspire the readers, I guess, and not feel alone and relate to other people's stories. So, so a bit of a community you pull together and also to have these stories not get lost. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because once you've told them once or maybe twice, sometimes you may never tell them again and they do get lost. For example, I mean, <clears throat> Jess was just talking then and it just reiterated the need that we saw to do something like this. Like going on Gator Girls and things like that. I had a friend telling me the other day uh, about going, coming out and going on to a, I think it was a little more... Uh, less romantic than Gator Girls even mm. the one she was explaining to me just come out ha- didn't know really any gay people started going out on this site and accidentally finding people that wanted to hook up and things like that and it was just a big shock Yeah. was this a space where there's no necessary need for interaction per se but right. just to see that there are other people like Yeah, this. and read other people's stories. I think it can be really comforting but and also, validating. I think when you first come out, you want to talk to people that mm. are like you and yeah. you want to interact with other people that are like you to try and find some common denominator. So, Ashley, Max, if people do want to write stuff, um, what do they do? Um, so they can jump on our website, www.puzzlediaries.com.au, um, and there's a Contact Us link down the bottom or email us at mail at puzzlediaries.com.au. We'll get you to put that link on our Facebook page later. Yeah, and yeah, the, official, like, through, the yeah. official launch isn't until uh, the 1st of December. Okay. Um, yep. But there is a space now because we, we do want people to start uh, bringing some stuff forward. Yep. Yeah, that'd be great. Amazing. Sure, I could write a thing or two on that. I think you should. <laughs> <laughs> you should. That'd be great. Everyone should get involved. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's got a story or two. Well, thanks so much for coming on the Thank show, you. guys, Thank and you. sharing your coming out stories. I know it's not easy. Um, Kim had to share his story earlier about coming out as straight to his mum because she was determined <laughs> that he was gay, um, even though he'd had a girlfriend. So we've, we've heard it all tonight, and thanks for joining us on the show. Taking us out tonight, we've got another track, The Raiders by Our Lives. 
good evening and you're listening to Femme Fatale at Joy 94.9. Joy 94.9 is a GLBTIQ community radio station in Melbourne, Australia. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.